Welcome to Love and Business, Is It Worth It? I'm your girl, Diane, and on this podcast, we address everything love, everything business, and everything in between. If you're looking to grow with your partner while you're growing your business, you're listening to the podcast that will help you figure it out. Figure it out. F-I-O. F-I-O. Before y'all yeah, even was thought of as a couple, and um, to see the group. Uh, put in as men and matured in the areas that we have yeah. now family men businessmen like it's definitely a blessing to share those core sure. values with you as sure. not only a friend but as a brother so i i, I, I sure. salute you and appreciate you for that hey man i thank y'all as well family ties definitely definitely so let's let's you want to go back or how you want yeah absolutely so um you didn't answer the the streams of income. How Bingo. Because you guys are counting. Bingo. Well, <laughs> well, our first stream of income. Um, our first, our baby. Our baby is CJ's uh, tire and auto. Um, we grew that from the ground up with five dollars. Um, literally. 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 Um, I had five dollars to my name. Talk about it. Um, Sheena was a police officer at the time. And uh, man, listen. Um, I bought I borrowed money from Sheena. Remember, just getting to know each other. I really don't like asking nobody for nothing. I was, mm -hmm. I got the place off a of word of mouth and good grace. Mm -hmm. From there, I ain't know what to do. I never borrowed nothing from nobody, no banks, no nothing. Um, I was always taught to stand on my two. That's and right. Me, me actually going to Sheena. Cherry at the time. Uh -huh. Cherry at the time. <laughs> it was like, damn, I really got to go to Cherry to borrow some money. Mm -hmm. But I had put the manly side of me to the side and asked her for, asked her for the money. She gave it to me like, no. This is, this is why I knew she was my wife. Listen, I literally went to her, bro, and said, hey, listen, I, I need to borrow X, Y, and Z. And I had kind of had the phone like right here. To kind yeah, of get the yeah. shotgun blast to the chest, <laughs> you know what I mean? And she was like, "All right, babe, just just give me see her exact words. Just give me twenty four hours, and I have the money to you." Got off the phone, said thanks. I ain't believe it. You know what I mean? Nobody gave me nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She called me the next day, and was like, "Where you at? Let's meet here." She greeted, so we went somewhere to eat. She handed me the envelope. When she handed me the envelope, bro, like my eyes teared up. Mind you, I ain't had yeah, the yeah. five dollars couldn't get me a full meal at Dunkin' Donuts. Right, right, and she right. Get, she gave me the money, and I promised. Her, I said, "Listen, I'm telling you now, for you giving me this money, I'm gonna work hard, and we, I'm gonna change our lives." Yeah, mm -hmm. and we didn't mm -hmm. even have CJ's at the time. No. I was his girlfriend. She was my girlfriend. And yeah. he wanted to get a tow truck yeah. off of um, who was it, Mike? Mike's towing. Mike's towing. Had a truck. Uh, yep. And yep. I went and got. I went to the bank, got him a loan. I, I, I seen his vision. I, I had a vision. It. She trusted my vision, yep. bro. Wow, like, that's major. That yeah, bro. And I went within six months. I didn't pay her money back because she was my girlfriend. <laughs> so you know what I mean. That I ain't borrow. I asked for the money, so she wasn't getting that back. I said, "I'm doing this for us. This, this is long term." That, that was, it's like stock. Awesome. That was the stock. I was the stock. She invested that That's money. Right. That's stock, right. That's right, And when I tell you, I never looked back, bro. I never looked back from that money she gave me, man. Where actually, what twelve? We've been there, what? 12 years we've been together 12 years yep at the shop oh, oh at the shop yeah 10 10 years, 10 years man we 10 years strong at the shop man and we 
we getting stronger. So that was our, vert, our first investment she invested in me. Then I had to go back to her Maximus Towing. Maximus Towing. Woke up another day with another dream and looking at her with this silly face like I need to borrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't taught credit. I was always taught, man, you make the money, you spend the money, man. That's what I was That's taught. Right. So meeting her, she gave me the other side of the, uh, the credit part. And I'm like, man, man, my dad ain't teach me no damn credit. I'm gonna hustle this money. I see, like, right. babe, by the time you hustle, try to hustle up a tow truck for eighty thousand, it takes me one phone call. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what you mean? She said, my credit, my credit is X, Y, and Z. Right, right. Like, I ain't know no numbers. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> still, what's that? And she, now she broke down on the charts. I said, oh, I can get a tow truck. Damn it, we called Mike Towing. He had a tow truck for sale. Mm. She made one phone call. The bank approved it right then and there. I said, Mike, give me my truck. Thank you, Mike. So now at that time, I was wreck chasing too. Mm -hmm. So she said, and that was like my, my bread and butter. And I remember her telling me this, big CJ's, we done invested in CJ's. You got to come off the street and put the time in the shop. I'm like, huh? Mm -hmm. So I got to come from mm -hmm. making this amount of money to this amount of money? Mm -hmm. She said, well, what's longevity? Mm -hmm. I said, well, the shop's going to be longevity. Rut chasing is only, it come and go. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, bro, I came off the street for a whole year, for a whole year off the street at the shop. And that was really kind of it, a yeah. rut chasing. Yep. So, yeah, CJ's Maximus. CJ's and Maximus. Um, I started Greenheart's Pink with London. Uh, with you know, London. Those frilly socks. I yep. started hand-making socks hand and layette socks. sets when she was an infant. As she grew, I grew. Um, then we did um, uh, Lux Lux Reynolds, which is our furniture rental company. Uh, we implemented GHP Women, which goes hand-in-hand -hand with Greenheart's Pink. We do Mommy and Me's. And then... Um, at recent businesses, CJ's Tire and Auto. We do have Lux Lux Homes. We haven't been active with that lately, but definitely getting back into that. And um, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, we have Swayheart's Kennel. We have the dogs. Mm -hmm. Yes, our female is uh, pregnant, so we'll have puppies soon. And um, yeah. I love that because you guys always reinvent yourself, but your, your model is streams of income, and you've been consistent with that. Yes. Um, what what I heard, and I and I just want to speak a little bit to all those that are hearing, is and you get this, and I call it the common denominator to love north. You have a person with a vision. The partner that you're with is contributing to that vision. Like hands, yeah. like it just never fails. That's exactly what happens. We have yet to not see that in a love north. So I love that you said that. But let me, because some people may not know your story before that long. Yeah, I mean, you're, you weren't a broke dude. Don't get mm -hmm. it. Don't get it. No, I, like, I always, you, I, you met Sheena in a Bentley. Yeah, so let's talk I, about that because I, yeah, I need right. men on here to understand, and women too. Because a lot of women feel like, oh, the man with visions that come with that package. No, this at the time he did not have, I was able to witness who he was before, so I knew mm -hmm. he wasn't a bum. But right. when mm -hmm. I started dating for whatever reason, and God felt it, it's just something about God knowing when a humble a man. I come from great streams of wealth. So it was like, I was always that kid that knew how to get it the right way. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking about 
from hustling Muslim oils, selling white t-shirts to shoveling snow. Jamal Coleman always was fly, flashy, and then we was out. I was a party animal, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So I was used to I was used to having that money, you know what I mean? And then going from having it to making the wrong investment deal with the wrong people put me in the it didn't dig a it didn't dig a hole for me but shit it, it it dug dirt for me you know what i mean to the point where though i had a i had i had family i had to take care of you know what i mean and i knew i couldn't do it just with five dollars man you know what i mean like you said they i met sheena and bentley she ain't even know i had it at the time when i I'm, still ain't get a ride in it she ain't get a ride <laughs> by, <laughs> time, I sold it. by time she tried to get a ride in it that thing was sold because i sell anything i wouldn't care what it is Right. You know right. what I mean? I I'm call her one. Because I, I tell no. <laughs> no, listen. I remember I called her one night. Babe, you got to come get me. She, come get me. She said, what do you mean? I said, I sold the car. She That's said, right. you sold the car? I'm like, yeah. She's like, how you get home? I said, a book bag full of money. Then I'm go. getting on the bus. Who does that? I'm on my way. <laughs> me. Nobody know what was in the book bag but me. I look like a school kid. That's right. You know what I mean? So it just, it just, man. And I tell people, man, just make sure you make the right investments with the right people, man. Because you can be up one day thinking you got three, four hundred thousand or something like that, and the next day is all wiped away and gone, and you're looking stupid. So what I did was, this is my lesson that was taught to me when I was getting the money, fast money, or wreck chasing. You know what I mean? Them tens and twenty thousand dollars a week. I'm talking about in the week time. You know what I mean? I will blow it fast as I get it. I'm talking about cars and clothes. My my thing I had, my bad habit is sneak clothes, like fashionable clothes. Mm -hmm. And I never invested in nothing. So I, I used to, I remember me praying, man. I had that $5 and I say, God, listen, man, if you give me another chance to touch some money, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm talking about on my knees every day, crying, begging my guy. If you give mm -hmm. me that chance one more time to touch mm -hmm. some money, I'm going to make the right investments. I can care less about clothes, the cars. And I remember me and Sheena, I'm talking about going from all them fly cars. I had a 1999 Pontiac. I wouldn't buy, listen, a Pontiac. That was my favorite. I, would, that I told my, listen, <laughs> she drove it one time. One windshield wiper flew off on the expressway. She couldn't even like see. This. She wiping it. But it. listen, I, pray, I, I told God, I said, listen, I will not make the wrong investment move. I don't care what you're giving me right now. I will not buy another car. And we had that car for how long before I bought another car? About a year or two? That Probably was longer. Favorite, yes. Man, listen, man. I wouldn't buy nothing. And I just kept working hard and just kept making the right investment moves. And I kept saying, I always was taught, don't be the one that, that say you, man, I wish I would have. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, this go around, I don't want to be because when I had that thought, I said, dang, all that money I had, I wish I would have did X, Y, and Z with it. So this go around, every, I'm so scary now. Every time I get mm -hmm. some money, I invest it. Every time yeah. I don't hold, when I tell you, people swear we got nothing, bro, we don't have no money. We have a bunch of assets, man. That's right. And that's what that's I try right. to tell you. I don't hold on to money. I buy stuff. Like mm -hmm. like you said, I might buy the house across the street for $40,000. I might yeah. not do nothing with it, but hey, I might can get it re reappraised or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's worth eighty. Now I know yeah, I got some yeah. money sitting across the street. That's right. You can't take that from me. You know what I mean? So that's, that's all true. I was I taught from losing the money that that go around was, don't hold the money, invest the money, and that's all we've been doing, man. Investing. And then man. Shane, when you met him, you guys met. It was some kind of accident because you were a police officer. I was the so flyest wreck chaser ever. <laughs> what? 
You kid, you kidding me? It would be funny if they debate that because they felt like they were the flies, but I don't know. I wasn't. Right. Me. Listen to this one. Is that I got a drink. Listen to this story. Although you are, you have you have an entrepreneurial spirit that completely comes natural to you, and I say that to you all the time. Such a boss, but you were a police officer originally, so I, I want to talk to those that are out there. That Ma, you were always an entrepreneur. I, have you ever even had a job? Like nah, a never had. You know never, who that is? My dad My dad ain't played that. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, when I met the real fast, I'm let you go. She got an income tax one time. I'm like, yes, income tax? What is that? How, why, why, why I don't get no money? It is. You know what I mean? I'm like, what, what is it? I'm so used to paying all the time. I never knew you so, You can get some money back. Right, 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 right. And that's crazy. And that Always. She, she don't get no money back. Now she don't get nothing. nothing. I got the pay. <laughs> what part of the game is this? I didn't know it even existed. So, so let, let's let's fast forward just for the sake of time of that transition from police to entrepreneur. Okay, so I'm a speed for you, Z. All right. I met him in August 2007 in auto accident. Don't skip my accident part, though, babe. And his <laughs> <laughs> I was working a turnover, okay. Um, he was in Bible study. His dad called him like, yo, you need to get down here. And somebody, oh, Bible study. somebody, I, you got to meet her. You got to meet her. So I'm like, um, sir, I need you to get the scene clear. My sergeant is on my tail. Y'all's blocking up traffic. It's 15 for Cayuga, major intersection. I got to get this open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 he coming. He coming. Okay, sir, I'm giving you 15 minutes. If you don't have 15 minutes, I'm going to call PPA. So he blown me up. He blown up. He get here. He get here. I'm on the phone with AID. He finally cleared the scene. He has on, I remember this just like yesterday, a black t-shirt and white shorts. It's summertime. I have a rollover. He slides underneath this car, put some hooks on it to flip the car over. He hooked oh, that I'm thing, huh? I'm going, who, is the, who gets on the ground? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> have in london i like being home taking care of my child sheena let me good. cut you off for a second hold on because they're saying that um they can't hear the sound went out so let me oh, find out now um how is your oh it says good, it now. Says good now okay now thanks
Yeah, we good. Sound yes, is sir. back. Okay. Um, so, yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, when we had London, and that was in 2010, I, um, being home and not being having to go work at 8 to 4 or a 3 to 11, I enjoyed that freedom, if you will. I don't have to share you on this post. Oh, you got a hospital detail. You work in 3911 car. Mm, I don't want to do that no more. So he's like, um, babe, you don't have to go back. But I'm like, no, I don't have anything lined up. What happens if we argue? Now you won't give me any money. No, I like my independency. So I went back to work and 3911 car. But I said, I said, listen, babe. Understand you want to get off, but we got to make sense about this. I said, let's find something for you to do. Whatever you want to do, we're going to do it. Let's get it working within a year, and we're going to attack every goal that you want. And that's what she did. She said she wanted the kids' boutique. Yep. And you wanted Lux Lux Rentals. Yep. So it's it's really it's ironic that you said it because Lux Lux started, no, Green Hearts King started with London. London, yeah. When I uh, went out with Big Boy in 2014, that's when I got the vision of Lux Lux Reynolds. Mm -hmm. So both children, I got visions vision for, for my both. businesses, both of them. And they birth, came. And, you birth and birth. I birthed. I, I did. That. Yes, I did. Yeah. I love that. So I, I, want, I want, it's inspiring to others that you took the leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And But here's what's important. And I don't know if, if others hear this. You took the leap of faith because the man had vision, vision. And, and incorporated you within the entire vision mm -hmm. and said, here, what we incorporate in the whole entire vision we have going on, let's incorporate what you want to do. Let's bring mm -hmm. it on and let's get you away from that. He offered yeah. you security. Yes, he, he did. He offered you a future and he offered mm -hmm. you for, for you to be who you want to be within mm -hmm. the vision. And I think that is so important because you get to operate who you are yep right still within what he has in mind right right even going back further than that he pretty much gave you a return on your initial investment Talk to him, brother. So, so though he didn't physically give you your money back that you gave him up front he gave it to you on the back end because he back set end. everything Ooh. up with the with the auto business where it was flowing enough to say, all right, babe, it's all about you now. We good. Yeah. This is set yeah. up. It's rocking and rolling. Now it's time for me to give you a return on your investment. So I love that. She yeah. tried to go back to work, though, Winnie. She finally well, went back. That. I remember, was it a Monday? Oh, it was a Friday. It was Friday. mischief night. Mischief yep. night. And yep. she went Friday. back to work. Somebody said Jamal was never selfish. No, I wasn't. Thanks, B. Yeah, B. <laughs> I never, I, I always gave my hand. I give a person the shoes, man. It's plenty of times I, I, I went to a gas station and I seen somebody with no shoes on and I say, what's your size? And he say, whatever your size is, I want these yours. And, and I would be yeah, pumping yeah. gas in my socks. I, Remember I, that? I yeah, she witnessed it. Like, I give coats. I wouldn't care if I paid whatever. I never put a price on none. If I had a fashionable coat on and I seen somebody out in the freezing cold, I unzip that. I don't care about that stuff. Like that's right, just right. I'm a I know I'm a mean person. You're not but I'm a nice person. My no, no, meaning like I'm a I used to be mean, baby. I know, baby. I'm sorry. It was my baby though. Man. <laughs> he stuck around with me. What, man. what I know what, one thing I also noticed with Lux and North is that we're we're givers by nature. And I would say, not only you, Ma, Sheena, the reason why Sheena and I connected 
Because she was given 3D clothes that legend wouldn't fit before you was even born. Yep, I, I remember. Stuff from her. Yep. So you guys, and, and that's, and successful people have that in common. They're givers. And that's yeah. a Jewish, um, what is it called? Jewish proverb? Proverb. A Jewish proverb. You're automatically givers, giving out. So I, yes, I, mm-hmm. I love that. That transition with you now becoming an entrepreneur, but you struggling with giving it 100% at submitting to what he's suggesting, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love to hear that because most dominating females struggle with submitting to the man's vision. And here's, here's the thing. Here's what couples miss. They can be amazing lectoneur couples. But because the man doesn't know how to make a dominating female feel secure enough mm-hmm. to trust in his vision, mm-hmm. she does not submit. And the vision never comes to pass. So I yeah. want you to talk about those struggles. How did you, from a police officer, feel mm-hmm. dominating? That doesn't change. That like You have to like operate with that within. How do you deal with that, with that operating still within the vision of your husband? Whew. Well, that's oh, is that a mouthful? <laughs> no, it's not a mouthful, but it um, it's still a bit of a struggle till this day. Mm-hmm. And don't move um, because <laughs> with with being a, a lady cop, if you will, we have to carry ourselves a little bit different, and we have to. I'm not. I was never that spicy female but I did have to stand my ground. Like, I mean business. Now, I'm only 5'5". Five, five. Average male is 5'10", 6 feet. So they're looking over me like, yeah, go ahead. And it's like, no, look at me. Listen to me. You will. So moving that way for eight and a half years and then coming to such a dominant male as him, it's like, okay, you're not on a force. And as you hear that saying, you have to leave your work at work. And it's like, yeah, you do, I do, but it's an attitude and it carries and it calls with me. Now and I'm a mother and I can't let my kids run over me because for a month they learn manipulative behavior. So I still have to be strong and say mommy means business. And it's still, as you see, oh, the mom can say something 50 times, dad say it one time. That's it. Right, so now my dominant, is my, my exterior is still there. And it's like, okay, all right, I got to relax it a bit. I have to relax it a bit. So I had to be, I had to learn the submissive side. And that's when I told you earlier, that's when I learned how, we learned how to become Sheena and Jamal during the day. Mm -hmm. And then Mr. and Mrs. Coleman, when Mm -hmm. it's all said and done. Mm -hmm. Now we may argue about something in the business, like, no, Mm -hmm. babe, why would you do that? Why would you send him there and not send him there? We'll argue, but as soon as he comes home, it's it's hug and kissing. And it took us a really long long time to get there. Because we are emotional creatures by nature. So you have to learn how to separate the two. So that's where I learned how to take off my head. All right. Okay, now I'm Sheena. Now I'm I'm Mrs. Coleman. Okay, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. So how was it when talk talk to us about that day where you contacted your job and said, It's a wrap, like I'm done. Um I'm hanging up the hat like what was that feeling like? Like, was it a was it like a scary feeling? Was it a feeling like I did it? Like, what was that feeling like for you? Oh my gosh! So that feeling, 
I remember uh, that it was nervous. It was nervous. I remember I was I, I parked into <laughs> I, I parked it um right behind police and fire and I and I parked over over there so I can think about what I was about to do. So <laughs> so I walk in at knife and arch and I'm like, okay, I'm really doing this. I'm really doing this. And I said, you know what? God just said, I got you, daughter. Yeah, I sent you him. I got you. And I said, you know what? You're right. Then mm -hmm. I ran across the street. Mm -hmm. I couldn't wait for the elevator, so I took the steps up. Mm -hmm. And I said, I went to the separations department, gave him my gun. He's like, you just was here. I know. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made the wrong decision. Now I'm making up. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. what would you say, like, now that you guys, you've been in business for years, um, you've been through the ups and downs of businesses. Uh, yeah. You've been through up markets and down markets. Mm -hmm. what what would you say was the key thing that you guys like built your businesses on built your integrity on built the way you do things on that sustained you guys through it all mm. you know I, I honestly think it is um how we run our businesses is we treat people like family oh yeah so family is the foundation for both of us. We are both family-oriented people. So when our employees, there is a, it's a thin, fine line where you do have to separate the boss from family, but there is that love where when you come work for us, we're working together. Not, you do this, I didn't tell you to do this, you do that. No, they feel the love. So it's, it's just, yes, yeah, it's pretty much family. That's our yeah. principle is treating everybody like family because you never know how where one's coming from. You don't never know anyone's situation. So I, I want to give people that chance that that other person may not have given them. I like that. I love that. I, so smart couple finish rich not because they build or they're building or had a vision to build a business that would generate income. They, they finish off rich and live throughout rich because of their core values. So I love that. And I want for couples on here, whether you're a couple or you're looking to start dating or you're just preparing yourself for that love for your partner, remember to build it with, with value in, in mind, not necessarily what is he going to do and is going to make a lot of money. Once you have that solid foundation, like you said, that the value of what the relationship is going to stand on then sky's the limit, like you guys are demonstrating now. Please leave Love & Business Is It Worth It? a five-star review on iTunes. Open the Apple Podcast app and search for Diane. When you find the Love & Business Is It Worth It? podcast, scroll down and tap the five stars. Also leave us a written review.